Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Happy New Year, everybody. What's going on? Hope everybody is recovering from last night. This is Jay Scott, and this is The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Welcome to 2020. Yes, 2019 is now in the rearview mirror. That chapter is closed in all of our lives. Now it's onward and upward in the new year, new beginnings, new opportunities, new journeys in life. Yesterday, we did the top 10 albums of 2019. Myself and Chris Corradetti went through our lists. Chris and I have a very similar music taste, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun going through it. I hope you all enjoy our lists, and I hope that you do take the time to listen to some of the stuff that we mentioned as our favorites. I know new music has... New rock music has difficulty resonating with the classic rock fan. But trust me when I say that the albums listed in the podcast are all great, all solid. And I think a lot of you who have similar music taste to me will enjoy the episode. But moving forward to 2020, this is a solo show with just myself going to be talking about what to look forward to in the new year. Lots of great tours, lots of great music, good stuff about to happen. Obviously, the big tour that was announced a month ago, three, four weeks ago, is the Motley Crue 
Def Leppard Stadium Tour with Poison and Joan Jett. We'll be having a full discussion with Sharice Brown in the next couple episodes on that tour. But that is going to be part of the big summer series of concerts that will be announced shortly. Motley Crue and Def Leppard really got ahead of the pack and announced this tour. I thought it was very smart of them to do so. I'll touch more on that in that conversation. But a big surprise to see Motley Crue back on the road again. Obviously, The Dirt had a lot to do with their decision, the success of The Dirt, the movie, and the song. Def Leppard doing another package tour as they've done previously. Last year, they did with Journey. Poison and Joan Jett fill out the bill to help you to help this tour bring in the money, bring people in, put butts in the seats. Good package. Again, I don't want to rehash my disappointment with not having a new rock band opening the tour. That's a disappointment in rock music that a big package like this doesn't have a new up-and-coming rock act to showcase. I understand why they didn't do it. Like I said, I'll touch on it more in the conversation with Sharice. Another tour that's already been announced, Black Crows reunion tour. It's the two brothers. However, it does not seem like any of the other members have a lot of history with the Black Crows. None of the other original members, I think, are doing this tour. Kiss announced the continuation of the End of the Road tour for them. They announced Daily Roth will be in the opening slot during the summer dates, spring and summer dates. Maybe longer, who knows, but they actually have a performing, you know, a music act instead of a painter, as I've touched on in previous episodes. Again, I think that's just completely ridiculous to have a painter open up a tour when you're paying that much money to see Kiss You know, Kiss talks about their legacy of breaking bands and having all these great opening acts throughout their history. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley will be the first ones to tell you ACDC, Iron Maiden, Bon Jovi, this, that, or the other. And then to bring a painter on the tour is just bullshit. I do expect a lot more acts to be announced over the next couple months. There is the rumor out there of ACDC releasing new material and having a tour, stadium tour, to support that album. This album is going to be a lot of riffs from Malcolm Young that were never released, that were recorded. I don't know if they're actually going to use his riffs as they were recorded or they're going to have somebody do them on the record. As, as, as far as play them. That has, still hasn't been announced, and maybe it has, maybe I missed it, but it, it really hasn't been clear on whether it's going to actually be Malcolm playing the guitar versus someone playing Malcolm's music. So that'll be interesting, but they'll be that'll be a big tour for the summer. Probably would go on beyond the summer. They'll probably do a couple legs where they come back and play the same areas, you know, through 2020 into 2021. And I got to believe that'll be it for ACDC once that's done 
uh, just based on age and just based on well-documented issues with Brian Johnson and Angus Young over the past couple of years seems to have subsided and they've been able to put away their differences for the almighty dollar, which is always the case. But I don't see them doing much after this tour, so this would be a great time to see ACDC if, in fact, that is the case. There is the rumor that has been kind of mumbled and grumbled about over the past four or five months, and that is the Judas Priest Iron Maiden tour. Rumored to be on the package will be Testament as the opener. I disagree with that once again. I think there should be a younger act, a younger band on that bill, but as we're seeing with other tours, it's just not happening. But this will be a fun tour if they do, in fact, do it. This will be Judas Priest's 50th anniversary, which will be special in and itself. Iron Maiden has an album that will be released, or rumored to be released in 2020. There's been no confirmation from the band, but there is plenty of speculation out on the Google and on the Internet. So we'll see what happens with that. That will be, That's a great package, uh, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Again, as I've said in a previous episode, they don't need testament to sell tickets, but I guess if they get a certain guarantee, they've got to bring bands like this on on the road. It sucks, but it's just the way it, you know the music industry is right now. A lot more other tours uh, not yet announced, but will Aerosmith tour? I know they've been doing the residency in Las Vegas. Will Metallica come through again? Guns N' Roses, what's going on with them? They've, they've been rumored to be recording new material. Will that new album hit? So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of performances. On, on a smaller scale, you've got Dokken and Lynch Mob touring again. Or not touring again, but touring together. And there'll be an encore with George Lynch and Don Dokken, which is really cool and really interesting. You have to believe that, you know, a band like Foreigner may be touring again because they always do dates every year. Uh, will Whitesnake come through, you know, in support of their new album? I know they did some dates in the U.S. after their Foreigner tour, but they didn't come to places like Chicago on their own uh, since that Foreigner tour a couple of years ago. They did uh, a lot of overseas dates and some other uh, venues and locations here in the States, but um, I had to think that they would probably come back around again. So that's exciting. But a lot of great acts, a lot of great packages being put together. I am not a big stadium show guy. I kind of swore it off after I saw Metallica three, four years ago, I want to say, at Soldier Field in Chicago. I just don't like watching screens. I don't like paying the money, hundreds of dollars, to be watching big screens. It just, I don't know, it, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, I know my son wants to see Motley Crue, so I will suck it up, and I will make the trek out to Wrigley Field. I've never seen a show at Wrigley Field, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. So I'm excited about that. I've heard it's not the greatest place to see a concert, but... Just the fact that I've seen plenty of baseball games there throughout my life 
and have been a big Cub fan for pretty much since the day I was born. It'll be nice to see a show with the bleachers as a backdrop to the concert. So that'll be exciting. There's a lot to be excited about in the new year. There's a lot of new music coming out. I mean, if you're a music fan like I am, which I tend to believe you are if you're listening to this, there are there's a lot of activity, a lot of exciting stuff. Let's just go over the bands that have been on the new music spotlight and what's coming from them. Let's start with Lachinga, who was our first act in 2019, first act to appear. Carl Spackler did appear on the new music spotlight. He was a great guest, great band, band out of the Vancouver area in Canada. Uh, just a solid, solid album or solid band. Uh, great material, great stuff. I know they've been recording an album. I don't know when that's going to be released. Probably within the first six months of 2020. But a band I highly recommend you checking out. Just a great feel good rock and roll, good time rock and roll band. Uh, Griffin Tucker, I know, will be putting out some material. I don't know if he's going to be continuing with the single format, which he's been doing, which he's been doing some really good stuff. Or actually, you know, He'll be putting together maybe another EP like he did previously or a full-length record. Uh, I know when we interviewed him, we talked about some of the new material. I know he has some stuff coming out. And I don't know if he's made a final decision on how he wants to package his new music. But nevertheless, you know, a young, great up-and-coming artist – I think he's finishing high school this year and probably to be able to devote more time to music. And I expect great things, and I'm looking forward to Griffin Tucker's new material as well. The Cold Stairs. Chris Trapp appeared on the New Music Spotlight. Great dude, great story. I hope they do tour. I know there's plans to do that. So I'm also looking forward to that. But check out Cold Stairs' Ways album. That was on my list of one of my favorite albums for 2019. Joyous Wolf had Nick Reese on for an interview earlier this year, or earlier late la- or late last year. The boys, I know, did a lot of touring in 2019. They did you know, almost a couple hundred dates, or you know, they, they did a couple hundred dates close to that or more than that. Throughout 2019, they toured with Deep Purple. They toured with Buck Cherry. They just are one of the great, great up-and-coming new bands. Their EP, Place and Time. I was not on my full-length top 10 nor top 20 because it was an EP, but if I had to say what was one of my favorite releases of the new year, Place and Time by Joyous Wolf is definitely one of those. They're going to be recording... After the new year, if they haven't started already, so expect new material from them. And they are really into evolving as artists, so I'm really interested to see what what they have in store for their fans and what they have in store for their new material. So that'll be pretty cool. Dirty Honey, I know, is going to be touring with the Amazons and doing some summer shows as well, some festival dates. I don't know if they're going to hook on to a tour with a more established act or do some dates with them. That hasn't really been announced yet. Great stuff, great material. 
I know when they're done in the summer, they're going to head to Australia again, like they did with their first record, and record their follow-up full-length LP, full-length album. So that's exciting. We also have Christian Shields, who has appeared on the New Music Spotlight, who is going to be releasing an album here in January, which I'm really, really stoked about. And I will definitely be promoting it on the Twitter page and also um, in other avenues as well. Facebook will be you know, having a lot more content and information as, as the new year goes on. Christian Shields, one of the one of the up-and-coming artists, great up-and-coming artists out of Texas through Rhode Island. But look forward to that new album as well. Uh, Takeaway Thieves will be recording and having a follow-up to their EP. This is Rock and Roll in the new year. Riders Creed, who is our last guest on the New Music Spotlight, they're going to be having a new album coming out shortly. Uh, so there is a lot of stuff coming out. The other band, too, Kodiak which I'm really, really stoked for because these guys are freaking phenomenal. Uh, very Van Halen, Bon Jovi-esque type style with big hooks. It's very similar to the band Station, who just released a new album, Stained Glass, in 2019. But Kodiak should be having something in the first quarter in 2020. Great up-and-coming band out of New Jersey, really being led by Carmine Apice, known from his playing days in Vanilla Fudge, Rod Stewart Band, King Cobra, Blue Murder. So looking forward to that album as well. That's that's one I'm really excited about too. But there's a lot of stuff that's coming, a lot of new material. Uh, you know, I mentioned Iron Maiden possibly doing a new album. Uh, you know, will... The other acts that are, you know, possibly coming through, will, will Black Crows release anything new? Or are they just going to tour? But two albums that I'm really excited about, that I'm really a big fan about, is the Richie Kotzen double album and the Butch Walker double album. Those two albums in itself are albums that, once I get them, you may not hear from me for a couple of weeks because I'll be busy absorbing both of their albums as well. Richie Kotzen, one of my favorite guitar players of all time, one of my favorite artists of all time. A lot of people know him because of the Winery Dogs. Some know him through Poison as he replaced C.C. DeVille on the Native Tongue record. But his solo stuff is remarkable, phenomenal, awesome. And I am very, very excited to know or very excited to hear his double album in the new year. I think that's going to be one of my favorite releases. I guess a lot of the stuff has been demoed and recorded over the years, and he is turning 50 this year, so he decided to release a double album with 50 songs. 50 songs. So I don't know if you can fit 25 on one CD. It might be like a triple album or whatever, but... Uh, you know, or maybe four CDs or whatever, but it's going to be awesome. This is going to be a total treat for his fans, you know, for myself. I, I can't wait to submerge myself into this record. As I can't wait for the new Butch Walker album, which is going to be another double album. This is his first album 
since Stay Gold, which was like three years ago, I want to say. That's going to be awesome. Butch Walker, one of my favorite artists. We have a Butch Walker discussion coming up on the podcast, which I think you'll all enjoy, especially the book Butch Walker Fans and What His Music Means to Me. But this is another album that time will stop for me as I absorb all the music and all the songs because he's such a phenomenal songwriter and a phenomenal performer. When I heard that this is going to be a double record, I was just floored. I was I was incredibly excited. So looking forward to those two records. Those two are going to be big for me in 2020. I'm sure I'll be talking a lot about them. Uh, like I said, Kodiak's a big album for me. The new Lachinga is a new big album for me. All the artists I just mentioned are going to be, you know, releasing new material. I can't wait because I'm a fan of all of their records or all their music rather. Another one that should be having a new album coming out in 2020 is Massive Wagons from the UK. Another one of my favorite new acts. Looking forward to that. I'm not sure exactly when the release of that will be, but if it's a if it's as good as the record Full Nelson, it's going to be great because that that album was a was a blast to listen to and one of my favorite records. I think it was 2018 that was released. So that's one to check out if you haven't. But Massive Wagons, another act that I love from Greece, 1000 Mods, who have three albums under their belt as it stands now. They're kind of in that stoner rock genre, which I don't get. I don't understand how a band gets put in that genre. But love their music. I just love their stuff. And had I known that they were recording in Seattle late last year, 2019, I would have tried to get an interview set up. I had no idea until I looked in their Facebook or Instagram page or something and saw that they were recording in Seattle. You know, and they're in Greece, and I don't know how accessible they are to do an interview over the phone or if they're going to be touring in support. I know they did tour on their last release, but I don't know how successful it was, and I don't know how, how it may, if it makes sense financially for them. But they're a great band. They're a kick-ass. If you like Black Sabbath, if you like Priest, if you like all that old-school hard rock, heavy metal stuff, new wave of British metal, all that kind of great, great, great music from way back then, you'll love 1,000 Mods. Uh, just a modern sound with those classic elements in it. So that'll be, that'll be one that I'm looking forward to for sure. More music, more music coming from a new band that's out of Columbus, Ohio. Most people know them as the band Black Coffee, which I had, I don't want to say promoted, but posted their music on my Twitter page. Great act, very ACDC-ish, very Zeppelin-esque, very, a lot of Aerosmith uh, vibe to it as well. Uh, they just changed their name because of uh, trademark infringement. They had to change it from Black Coffee. They're now called South of Eden, and their new album will probably drop shortly here too as well in the first quarter of 2020, but a band I really think is going to resonate with a lot of people. they got a great sound, got a great singer, great guitar player, great band, 
Really looking forward to South of Eden, formerly Black Coffee, and their new material. So I definitely will be posting a lot of their stuff when that comes out because I'm a big fan of their band. Their their debut EP, which was released under the Black Coffee moniker, which I don't know if you can still get, uh, is a is a great album. One of my favorites uh, in the past couple of years, too, as well. So that's a band to really take notice and be a fan of because they are they're they're phenomenal uh Greta Van Fleet will be having a new record coming out in 2020 at some point I know originally the plans were to do an album and release it in the late stages of 2019 fall or winter that didn't happen I know at some point it's going to be released they really haven't given a definitive date on as to when but expect that record, and I'm really excited about that. I am a fan of Greta Van Fleet. I am not. I will not waver on that. Um, you will not get me to be part of this whole BS bullshit tear down Greta Van Fleet crowd that seems to keep growing, and growing because people want clickbait and click hits, and people want the, people want want them to visit their page and hear what they have to say, and they basically say nothing. Like, who's the bald dude on YouTube? That's what I'm going to refer to him now as, as the bald dude on YouTube who released this review to basically get clicks to say how much he hated the last Greta Van Fleet record, which I don't know what he listened to, but the album was solid. And he made these these ridiculous you know analogies or comparisons or ways to describe what Greta Van Fleet is. The guy's an idiot. Plain and simple. He's just he's just a, a, a mental midget who unfortunately has a platform in 2020 and people visit his page in large part because of the clickbait that he has and how he posts things. But he really doesn't say anything about the music, about you know what it is and, and, and the songs on the record for, for any artist. And people think that he's some music critic and he's not. He's the bald guy on YouTube. I don't care how many followers or subscribers he has. He's the bald guy on YouTube. Look forward to new Lynch Mob. As you know, we mentioned here that they're going to be touring with Dokken. Lynch Mob is supposed to be coming out with a new album. I don't know who the singer is going to be, whether it's the return of Oni Logan, whether Robert Mason, or whomever is going to be the singer. So at this point, we don't know. All I know is it's going to be George Lynch on guitar, which is enough for me. So I am excited about that, definitely. New Blackberry Smoke, one of my favorite bands, are writing and recording a new record as we speak. So that's exciting. I know they will definitely satisfy all their fans, including me, with new music. I can't wait. Also from Georgia, another album that I'm very, very excited about is Tuck Smith. Tuck Smith, formerly of the band Biters, which is a phenomenal freaking band. Ugh, I, I'm, yeah, I got discovered, or, or I discovered them through a friend who sent me a link. Say, hey man, check this out. We got to go see them when they come live, you know, when they come to Chicago. And I ended up submerging myself into their music, thinking like, these guys are fucking awesome I love them they're great and then come to find out they broke up and they're no longer but happy that Tuck Smith put together a new band and 
new album will be out, I think, in January, January or February, and they'll be touring. This is a band that I, I, I the, the stuff that I've heard, the little snippets that I've heard on, on social media are absolutely awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's one of my anticipated albums and music of 2020. I know there's more out there that I'm probably forgetting, and I apologize about that. I know I mentioned uh, yesterday in the on the top 10 that Lullwater will be having an acoustic record that they have done. I think it's finished. It's just a matter of them releasing it. I know Tyler Bryant. I don't know if he's done touring. I know he did Truth and Lies in 2019. I don't know if he's going to have another release this year. If he is, I'm totally down for it. Totally excited. Arrival Sons released an album early part of last year, January of 2019. I don't expect them to have a new record or new album out. I do expect them to continue to tour, whether it's in the States or the U.S. They have a big, big wave of momentum that they're riding right now. And very, very excited about what they're doing and people recognizing them and noticing them. I know they're no, they're nominated for a Grammy, which uh, which I hope they win. I'm not holding my breath because the Grammys typically don't know shit, but we'll see what happens. Record company, you know, their last release was in 2018. I've heard that they're working on new material. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't seen anything from the band in terms of that. Again, like I mentioned, Guns N' Roses is 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 uh, working on new material. Who knows when that's going to come out? Don't know on that. But a lot of things to be excited about. A lot of things that are going to make 2020 a great year in terms of tours, in terms of new music. I really want the people listening to make a commitment to go see a band that is maybe not the bigger bands out there, the bigger classic rock bands out there. But um, I really want people to make the commitment and go see some of these up-and-coming bands. Go see one, if if at anything. Just go go look for something. Or, you know, if you, if you want me to help you find a show to go see, I'd be more than happy to go do it. But, you know, whether they're coming to Toledo, Ohio, or... Las Vegas or Phoenix, Arizona or New York or Boston or whatever, go see them. You're not going to break the bank and seeing these up-and-coming bands. You're going to have a good time. You're going to be exposed to new music. And if you truly are a music lover and a music fan, as you claim, if you really are that person, then going to a show to see good music that will cost you next to nothing and maybe you don't know the body of work of these bands that should not bother you. That should not stop you at all. If you are truly a music fan and a music lover, going to take a chance on a Friday, Saturday night, or during a weeknight for 18 bucks, 20 bucks, 25 bucks at a club to see usually two, three bands on a bill that are up and coming, that should not scare you away. It should not. 25 bucks to me is a solid investment that may go wrong or it may go well. But 25 bucks shouldn't be the deciding factor 
of, ooh, I don't want to go know if I want to spend 25 bucks on these bands that I don't really know much about. If you're a music fan, you're a music lover, you have no problem doing that. I stand by that. I understand maybe, you know, financially, if, you know, you're in a bad spot, you can't do it, I get that. I'm not addressing this to you. I'm addressing this to the people that have spent money on Motley Crue tickets, spent money on Black Crows that are going to spend money on ACDC. If you can fork over a hundred, hundreds of dollars for those tickets, you can go to a 500-seat venue or a 2,000-seat venue and see a band for under, I'll just say that, under 40 bucks. Go out to dinner, have a good time. If that is the case, if you can do that, you are truly a music fan and a music lover. So make a commitment to see one of those shows this year. If you're really feeling it, make a commitment to see two or once a quarter. Go check out your smaller venues. You know, if you in the Milwaukee area, there's the Rave, and there's some other cool places in Milwaukee. In Chicago, there's plenty here. And I'm sure that most places have small theaters or venues that won't cause you to break the bank and you'll see a great, great live show. I guarantee it. I promise you. If you're going to, you know, I can talk back, you know, or I can talk about the bands that I saw in 2019, you know, Tyler Bryant, Temperance Movement, Tyler Bryant, Blackstone Cherry, Ida May with Blackberry Smoke, Rival Sons with Sheepdogs. The names elude me right now, but those are some of the acts that I saw for next to nothing. And I was happy to do it. And I'll do it again. So please do that. Please support new rock music in 2020. It is essential to the health of rock music and the genre. And... For you, for you know, to get out of your box and to get out of your comfort zone, to go and see bands that you're not familiar with, or bands you know that said, "Hey, you know, I saw this band on the Hook Rocks Twitter feed, or I saw this band on on Anastella's Twitter feed." If you're in the UK, I saw this band on Keep Rock Alive with Mike. He's always posting new stuff. I saw. You know, a new band posted on Decades of Rock. She does a great job, too, as well. Go see them. Go check them out. Find out where they're at. If they're local to you, if they're close to you, make a 20, 30-minute drive. Shit, make an hour drive, 45 minutes. Eat halfway at a restaurant. Go see them. Come back. You're, you're, you're good to go. You pick up a CD at the show. You buy a little, you know, you, you buy a T-shirt, Whatever. Support new music. You got to do it. You have to. Speaking of Temperance Movement, I expect a new album from them, too. I think they did something in 2018. They toured in 2019, so hopefully they'll have some new material. Again, just speculating. Not saying that uh, they do have something definitive coming out. You also have new material from Revolution Saints, Dean Castronova, Jack Blades, Doug Aldrich. More great music from them. A band that I wish would tour. I understand Jack's got the commitment with Night Ranger. So his schedule is always pretty tied up. And, of course, Dean and Doug Aldrich with the Dead Daisies. 
which will also be having new material come out at some point this year with with Glenn Hughes taking over bass and lead vocals. So that will be interesting to hear how that all comes together because Glenn's got an iconic voice, great bass player. You mix that in with Doug Aldrich on guitar, who's an absolute monster on guitar. Not a lot of people know them, and mostly you know guitar players know him, but he started out in a band in the 80s with, you know, called Lion, then went to Hurricane. Um, he's played, he played with Whitesnake for a long time. He's got his band Burning Rain, which is great. He does a lot of these side projects like this with Revolution Saints. So he's just a monster player. And then Dean Castronova, who joined Dead Daisies on their last record, replacing Brian Tishy. And he is a phenomenal drummer. Dean's been one of my favorite drummers since he was in Cacophony and the Wild Dogs back in the 80s. He played with Bad English. He's played with, he's done some stuff with Social Distortion. Uh, You know, obviously Journey, we all know him from. He can sing, he can play. Phenomenal player. Dead Daisies are a great band. Interested to see how they move forward with their sound with the Glenn Hughes influence in the band so that'll be interesting too as well so yeah i mentioned richie Kotzen before too as well uh well winery dogs start recording a new record you know 2020 2021 yet to be named you know remains to be seen so that is going to be a question i know richie likes to get out and tour and support his new material so he'll probably do a run of solo dates here in the States, and then he usually goes to South America. He does some stuff in Europe. I don't know if he does a lot in Japan. I know he did maybe a few years ago. I don't, I don't think he did um, on his last run of dates, or, or I don't think he's toured there in a couple years, but he usually does you know, tour for a good solid six months after he puts together something. You know, If that will leave time enough time for Winery Dogs to do something in 2020, don't know, probably not. So we'll see with that. I mentioned Brian Tishy with the Dead Daisies and how Dean Castronova replaced him. He has a new project called Silverthorn, which is really good and really um, some really good stuff coming out with that. Really excited about that music coming out. The first couple of songs that I've heard have been incredible. So I hope he tours with that as well. I hope he gets out on the road and, and, and does some dates, probably some small club dates. That's another band that'll probably be you know worth your while in terms of ticket prices. So check that out. They're great too. I've posted some things about them on my Twitter feed. But all in all, you know, there's just a lot of new music coming out in 2020. 2020 should be a great year for a lot of music fans in both the newer rock genre or the newer rock music fans or the classic rock fans. Um, some of you are both. I wish there were more new rock fans, but that seems to be a mountain that I continue to climb. As far as the hook rocks and what to expect in 2020, webpage will be accessible here in the next few days. Instagram page shortly thereafter, YouTube page shortly thereafter. So all the social media platforms will be covered with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Facebook's going to be a lot more active with with material and content on there. 
Um, you'll be able to find all the uh, podcasts on YouTube. Instagram will primarily be pictures from concerts. And you know, in my experiences with music with that, um, it's kind of like the, the, the lane I'm going to stay in and on Instagram. Once again, I'm on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. You can find me pretty much anywhere um, right now with, with podcasts. So support is always appreciated. I try to do a lot of interesting topics with different bands, subjects, or, or subjects on different bands and artists and music. The new music spotlight will continue. I love showcasing and talking with new bands and new artists or bands that have been around for a bit that just haven't been able to have that big fan base that they that they deserve. So I am uh, uh, excited to continue to do that. Uh, and I look forward to the acts and the bands that will be on the show in 2020. We'll continue with the music discussions. The state of rock is a topic that I really want to pursue just because I think it's very, very important to the health of the genre. You know, we've talked about the infrastructure and the lack thereof in rock and roll. We talk about the lack of physical connection with the music fans, which I think affects every music genre, but I think it has the greatest impact with the rock and heavy metal genre because I think decades past, the genre relied so much on the physical connection with music. So that uh, you know that that I don't think is coming back, unfortunately. Or if there is a way to merge the digital age with the physical connection, it has yet to be seen yet. And I don't know if if there's a way to do it. So we'll see. I know Tool with Fear Inoculum had some crazy numbers, debut numbers of their record. I think they were number one record, physically bought record, physical CD, physical format, because they did some different things. They had like an LED screen on the cover of their of their CD, which was really interesting. So you may see more bands shift to kind of a novelty approach to get their music out and bought by the masses and by the public. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to resonate or, or, or continue to grow. Tool did an awesome thing. Do other bands want to do that? Did they observe that happening? Do they have the, the money to invest in something like that? Don't know. Don't know. We don't know the future. We don't have a crystal ball. But um, also as far as the Hook Rocks and how we're evolving, expect more interviews from established artists too as well. That's something that I'm going to be moving forward with in 2020. So I'm excited about that. And we'll have our first guest announced here within the next few weeks. I do plan on doing video podcasts, probably second quarter, middle second quarter of 2020, maybe sooner. But that's something that I'm looking forward to doing, either at you know shows, interviewing acts backstage, or... Uh, interviewing them, you know, before they do their sound checks. So that'll be interesting too as well. I look forward to doing that um, and getting comfortable doing that. You know, it's a little bit different speaking to you on a microphone through a soundboard right now and not having the face. Although I did post a picture on my on my Twitter feed of myself. I think it's still accessible. A little different than doing a physically seen show 
and comfort, you know, your mannerisms, your facial expressions. So it's a matter of getting comfortable, and I look forward to doing that, and I'm excited to do it. So that's kind of the next step for where the Hook Rocks goes. And also, we're doing Tales of the Douche or Tales of the D-Bag. And it's basically, right now, the plans are to do it monthly, do an episode monthly. If people like it and people find it funny, because it's really going to be geared towards making you laugh, it's about my experience and my friend's experience at rock shows and the D-bags or douchebags that we run into while we're trying to watch a concert, whether it's people talking or disturbing you or whatever, we're going to get in all that. It should be fun. It's lighthearted. It's not meant to be taken serious. But if it does resonate with people, if it does connect with people, we'll do more. But right now the plan is to do one a month. So there are there is a lot in store. And, you know, I've been doing this now for six months, a little over six months. Uh, and it's been great. I, I really appreciate the feedback I get. I, I appreciate the people that follow me on Twitter. Um, I enjoy all of you, even though we do disagree on some things or some of us disagree on things. Uh, that shouldn't matter. You know, I'm not one to block someone, although I have. Usually if I block someone, it's someone that just keeps something going and after their point's already been made and and it and then it starts to turn into condescending and that stuff. I, that's when I usually block. I, I don't block for disagreement or... You know, if someone's passionate about their opinion, I'm not going to to block you, even if I disagree with you or if I think that you are ridiculous in your in your point. You're free to do. You're free to say what you want. Um, and when, once it starts to get like insulting or condescending, or it starts to become okay, we're beating a dead horse here. Let let this go. Let's move on. Once I say them like, let's move on. If it continues, then we're probably going to go down to the path of blocking you. It's just the way it is. I, I you know, I mean, I, I don't have time to sit and argue the same points over and over again for a day on my social media. So I'm just not going to tolerate that. So just be forewarned. Opinions are fine. Different opinions are fine. I know I got a lot of pushback on a, an opinion I had about Rush fans. I stand by what I said. I probably shouldn't have done a blanket statement like that. I'm willing to admit when... You know, I probably shouldn't have done something, but, you know, that was fine, too. I mean, I didn't block anybody as a result of that. Even if I was getting comments like a week and a half, two weeks later, the people still making comments. Maybe they didn't see it to begin with, and they're just reading it now. Whatever, that's fine. But, yeah, I'm pretty pretty liberal when it comes to difference of opinions. And hopefully if you don't like my opinion, at least hopefully you respect the fact that I'm allowing you to have yours and, you know, I'm not going to just block you so I don't have to deal with you. You're free to say whatever you want to say as long as it, you know, doesn't get into a bullying or insult or, you know, trolling type of thing going, but whatever. So that's all in store for the hook. You know, continue with the music polls. I do ask if you, if you're going to participate in the music polls that you at least check out some of the music that I post or Anna Stella posts or Mike from Keep Rock Alive posts or Decades of Rock posts or 
Christian Neagle, she does, you know, some posts, some great stuff too. She's a great guest. She's been on here too. She's awesome. Um, so yeah, just please, please check out. Just hit click. Listen for a couple minutes. You might like something. You might actually like it. Imagine that. So that being said, happy new year. Welcome to 2020. I hope you keep listening. I've enjoyed all of you these past several months. I can I want to continue to enjoy everybody. Please retweet, please get, you know, uh, in, involve yourself in the discussions and enjoy the podcast too as well. Once again, this is Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks on the first episode of 2020. Hope to see you all this year. Take care. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.